the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here I am. Happy Hump Day. Hump Day. <laughs> yeah, 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 baby. Um, we're going to get over the hump by starting the show with a little good news. I'm going to get into that. Then I'm going to give you guys some updates of what's happening in Kenosha because that's not exactly good news. And I don't just necessarily mean for Kyle Rittenhouse, because so, this is about this is about all of us. We've got Larry Clayman, who's going to be here bringing his legal expertise to talk about that, as well as the whistleblower case, Merrick Garland, as well as answering. We had a caller a week or so ago who said, hey, isn't there some mechanism in the in, in with, that the founders put in place for us if our government fails us? Yes, indeed. And Larry Clayman will be here to refresh your memories on what that is. Wednesdays means the financial thought Dr. Dave Elhoff. And when I heard this morning's news <laughs> that Joe Biden wants an investigation into the gas prices, he's he's getting an investigation. He's just scratching his head wondering what the huh? Why so, gas what? Yeah, why gas prices so high? <laughs> it couldn't be his policies, hey, right? Joe, check your pipeline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've been hit over the head with that pipeline you shut down? What? We got that to talk about and more because, of course, we always want to. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving meal prices soar. How about an investigation into that, Joe Biden? You know what? I didn't go for the little hanging fruit when you were talking about pipe. Hunter, you know, you, you, you think about the name Biden and pipe and then you think Hunter Biden, right? Yeah. Where's the investigation into Hunter? Because we got lots of uh, Department of Justice news to bring to you guys. Glad to be here with you. 888-344-1170. If there's anything you want to weigh on, if you want to give your predictions or give your analysis and what you think is happening in uh, Kenosha with this jury, I would love to hear from you guys and get your perspective on that. Uh, Before I go any further, I got to bring in my brother, DJ Potato Skins. I have my veto pen drawn and ready, and I have only one thing to say. Go ahead. DJ Potato Skins. Well, it may be temporary, Andrea, but at least we get some good news with the vaccine mandates today. Well, um, temporarily, uh, OSHA has suspended uh, the implementation of the workplace vaccine mandate uh, pending further court action. Um, So, I mean, you know, we got to take our victories where we get them, particularly since we know that uh, the Department of Justice has been completely weaponized against American citizens. Uh, We did have a win in the federal's court in I think it was um, the 5th circuit court of appeals and issued a stay on these mandates um i i I gotta give ben shapiro i'm not a huge fan of ben shapiro's i do think in general he's the best debater out there that you can ever watch debate um but i also think he's a squishy middle rhino in many ways um but he brought up an interesting point i heard today in regards to these mandates in osha with this emergency order it can't exactly be an emergency when your plan to implement it is four months from now 
So the excuse to use some OSHA regulation, uh, and OSHA we know is supposed to be about making sure people wear you know goggles when they're welding, right? I mean that's really what OSHA was supposed to be about. Not had nothing. To, <laughs> I see my man's skin uh, putting his putting his goggles on. Um, it, what a great point that was by Ben Shapiro, the only person I've heard who's mentioned that. It's not an emergency when your plan is to implement it four months from now. Don't tell me my house is on fire and then tell me the police, the fire department is going to show up three weeks from now. That means you don't have an emergency. However, we've got to win in the courts right now with a stay. But OSHA's just holding back, waiting, you know, probably hoping that it's going to make its way to the desk of Amy Coney Barrett, and then they're ultimately going to get there way do you see any hope in the courts andrea no i think if it gets to i think if it gets to the supreme court and gets to scotus they're going to uphold it they've bent over backwards as the i guess former reporter for newsmax i haven't seen her since she dared to tweet out uh, about luciferase being in uh, a component of these shots uh, newsmax hasn't had her on i don't know if she's been fired or whatever um but she tweeted out one day that uh, amy coney barrett's a book a titled i cave to the left on everything should be hitting the stores around christmas time um so that was a little bit of good news in regards to OSHA. One of the things Skins and I have been telling you guys, I hear this and I hear this a lot from this this mantra uh, from a, a lot of uh, big conservative names. You got to move to red states. You got to move to red states as though that's the solution everywhere. Well, let me tell you a little story coming out of Houston tonight. A video uh, is going around of the Houston Health Department knocking on doors and demanding to know people's shot status. That's in Houston. Be careful of who you think or what you think is a red state. The, 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 that's, a, that's a panacea, right? Oh, just get out of California. Get out of these, these blue states and you're going to find uh, nirvana. You're going to find utopia in a, quote, red state. We do not have any such thing as a red state. Period. What we have are states with Republican governors or Republican attorneys general, and we have pockets within these red, these supposed red states that have complete tyranny happening within them. And it's tyranny when the United States government bangs on your door and demands to know whether or not you've been injected by the U.S. government. That's insanity. That should not be happening in the United States of America. Any thoughts on that, Skins? Yeah, it's absolutely wrong in every way, shape, and form. Whether I am vaccinated or not, and, you know, I'm not going to tell you. That's for me to know, and if I want to share it with my family or share it, share it with my family, I'm not telling you. It's outrageous. This is, uh, this is the, you know, whether, pick your, uh, pick your analogy, whether it's the Red Guards, whether it's um, the... Um, uh, the Hitler's youth or, you know, you know, uh, it's all the same. It, yeah, it's all the same. This is whether it's brown shirts. We've got armies. Uh, we've got armies. And I'm going to use that that word. We've we've got people going around harassing citizens, demanding to know their health. Show me your papers. That's what's going on here. Let me tell you what else is going on. Got to shift gears um, into our courts because we've got what's happening right now 
in the it, it, this Kyle Rittenhouse case. We've got breaking news sentencing coming out regarding January 6th. We've got Merrick Garland and the whistleblower case. Uh, what the, you know, everybody has zeroed in. All these conservatives have zeroed in on this Kyle Rittenhouse case as though this is all about your Second Amendment. That's just one piece of it. That's just one of your freedoms that the left is seeking to take away from you. This is about, it's also about telling you when you're allowed to leave your home. You're not, you know, telling, telling conservative people, we're going to control whether or not you're allowed to leave your home to go attend a riot, whether or not you're allowed, to, you're allowed to go to attend a peaceful rally that questions the outcome of an election, whether or not you're allowed to resist a jab of, of an injection from a substance that you don't want. Don't think that what happened in Austria with total lockdown of the unvaccinated can't happen here. Right. Well, this is just, well, you know, whether or not you're allowed to leave your home uh, under the guise of public health, whether or not you're allowed to open your business when there's a virus going around. This is oh, the battleground is not just in that courtroom in Kenosha. It's in our workplaces, right? Where the where OSHA and these these tyrannical communists are trying to remove business owners' rights, remove the rights of employees. It's it, we're, we're telling you that you're not allowed to get on a plane uh, without getting a jab or without wearing a mask. Ultimately, every bit of this is about forcing us to bend us to the will of the government. And we must stand up against it. If anybody dares to come to my door and ask for my health status, you're going to be sorry that you did. That's not a threat of violence, but you are not going to be welcomed warmly. You have no right nor invitation to come to my door and demand anything from me for as the, uh, uh, on behalf of the United States government or really anybody else. I am not going to be terrorized in my own home. It is long past time for every U.S. American to stop complying with the tyranny. We now have what, what, what is going on in, the, in Kenosha right now. Let me bring you guys up to speed on what happened today. We had the judge complaining today about how the media has portrayed him. Maybe somebody needed to give this judge, and I, I think I've been the only conservative. Now I'm starting to hear some conservative questioning the, the uh, veracity and the competency of this judge. All he did was have to get talk a little tough to these prosecutors, and conservatives fell all over for him. They always they always take the bait on that, right? They always take the bait. I said then, I, you know, I'm not interested in Judge Blowhard, right? This man had ample opportunity to stop the prosecutorial misconduct. He had ample opportunity to not to not allow that in his courtroom and ample opportunity to take advantage of the multiple uh, opportunities in which he had to rightfully declare mistrial with prejudice. And he didn't. And then today he's complaining about how the media is portraying him. Somebody needed to give him instructions that he should be ignoring what is being said about him, ignoring the media, maybe he needed to self-sequester. It's bad enough that this young man is having to fight for his life in a courtroom in which he should have never been tried, should have never been charged with any of these crimes. But he's fighting a judge, the U.S. government, big tech, mainstream media, the president of the United States, a mob outside that's already erupted in violence today, a jury that should have been sequestered and wasn't, that has been tampered with. No change in venue, although I don't think it would have helped him because he's already been declared guilty until proven innocent. 
And I don't want to hear about grounds for appeal because this young man should not have to go through years of his life having to fight a guilty verdict that should have never come his way. The judge today also said, this is my worst nightmare. Because now a video that he allowed in the 11th hour was clearly tampered with. And he should have never allowed it in. He should have never allowed the prosecution to come in in the 11th hour. Producing evidence that they didn't produce before. Changing their theory of the case. It's not supposed to be, as one legal analyst said today, we, our courts are not supposed to be. Uh, you know, uh, you're not so, you're in, in the course of defending yourself. It's not supposed to be uh, def, d- defense through ambush. He allowed that video in. Of course, the video was tainted, which the ass- assistant district attorney proved today. Without getting into all the technical details, the video that was allowed to be introduced that was clearly doctored and modified, supposedly showing in the 11th hour that, that uh, Rittenhouse provoked and, and pointed his, his gun at Rosenbaum and others. He allowed that video to come in in the course today of discussing it because the jury asked to see it, right? Uh, the assistant district attorney ends up showing his laptop and what is on his laptop that the internet sleuths and people closely watching this case found uh, something called heartbreak, which is a video manipulation software. This is this is prosecutorial misconduct and railroading in the judicial system like something I have never seen. And let me tell you guys, I don't consider myself a true crime expert or a legal expert, but I never go a weekend where I don't watch Dateline NBC 2020 on Friday night and 48 hours. Just this past weekend, there was a case of a woman who was wrongly prosecuted and spent two years in prison for the murder of her child, for which was ended up being committed by a serial killer. And, and, and she actually ended up being tried twice. And before they tried her the second time, they knew it was a serial killer who killed her child and they prosecuted her anyway. The state ended up issuing to her a letter of innocence because acquittal didn't tell enough of a story. But you know what? She can't get her life back. She hasn't been compensated. She was completely persecuted by a prosecutor who just wanted a pound of flesh and a win in a courtroom. And she's white. Our justice system is dead. The, the shaman from January 6th was sentenced to 41 months today, and he committed no acts of violence. None. He trespassed, basically. He interrupted a proceeding. And the judge said that he was sentencing him to 41 months because he was, quote, the face of a movement. Basically saying that it was because of his politics and a political opinion that's out there. We, our justice system is dead. Dead. And I'm disgusted by it. I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I'm going to bring in Larry Clayman from Freedom Watch, and we'll get his take. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at OurFreeNation.org. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's show. In a moment, we're going to talk to Larry Clayman from Freedom Watch. And uh, but before we go to him today, uh, Representative Gosert uh, was um, 
um, I can't remember what the term is, censored or whatever. Which oh, is I just ba- saw this yeah. before the show. Um, but we'll, we'll talk, maybe we'll touch on that a little bit later. But what I find, what I love so much is that our, my favorite congressman, Amy Biggs, who's on the show uh, frequently, uh, actually spoke in Japanese today because he lived in Japan for a Did while. He really? He spoke in Japanese and defended the video. I know Japanese. Uh, right. He's like, I, I lived there for years. I know Japanese. And he spoke in Japanese and defended this anime uh, video. So I just thought that was... That's pretty uh, cool. Got to give it to Andy Biggs. He's always taking it to the left. All right. Um, joining me now to discuss the legal happenings is uh, Larry Clayman, the init- uh, founder of Judicial Watch and now the head of Freedom Watch. Hello, my dear. Andrea, soul sister, how are you doing? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not good seeing um, how corrupted uh, the uh, Department of Justice is. And it's not just about um, the FBI and the D.C. area. It's, it's extended to our local courts. I predicted this. I said years ago that uh, we will all be Michael Flynn. If they could railroad Michael Flynn, they could railroad you out here in our court system. That's exactly what's happening in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. These charges should have never been brought and and even worse than that is the absolute blank show that's going on in that courtroom with this judge a jury that should have been sequestered and on and on and on your thoughts yeah the judge is not exactly the sharpest knife in the drawer number one and number two he's getting vilified from both sides but he deserves it more from the right from our side He's a coward. I Mm -hmm. mean, he should have dismissed this case with prejudice early on. He's hoping the jury lets him off the hook. Yep. But it looks like the jury's not going to let him off the hook. Mm -hmm. So I think the guy may run out of the courtroom screaming when uh, a hung jury comes back. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Well, uh, you know, let me tell you, if I was on that jury... There would have, you know, if it, it, I would have already hung it because it would have already been either you're all going to go in, go back immediately with an acquittal here, or I'm telling you right now I'm going to hang it. So you can either go with me back in there, do, and I don't care if I would have been the foreman or not. I would have been said, I'm telling you right now, it's either full acquittal. I don't care if you don't understand this dopey judge's unclear, ridiculous, opaque instructions. It's either full acquittal right now or I'm going to hang it. So you can either, so each finish your chicken wings and we're going to go back with a full acquittal or, or, or we're hung. What's it going to be like right now? That's what should have happened. The longer this stays out, the more we can no, be concerned. You, yes. you can't do what the prosecution did in terms of making reference to Fifth Amendment rights, saying that because you were silent, implying that you're guilty mm-hmm. and have the case continue on. But now he's in the fix because if, in fact, he grants a motion to dismiss and today, he said he hadn't even read it, which is unbelievable. Okay, unbelievable. But if he grants a motion to dismiss the indictment with prejudice, the guy has to fear for his life. I mean, that's where he is right now. Mm-hmm. So, well, know, he's basically yeah, comatose. Well, yeah, um, but you know what? That's your job. Wear a bulletproof bulletproof vest. There should have been a change of venue. Uh, he should have sequestered the jury. It's outrageous that they're being intimidated with with violence that's happening outside the courtroom. Um, but but even backing up a little bit, Larry Clayman, bigger picture. Um, you know, I, I, I don't have a whole lot of confidence anymore in juries. Uh, we're supposed to believe that they're able to quiet all that noise down. Right. Um, where we're at, though, right now is that we are not a nation anymore that makes decisions and ruling. And ju- first of all, we have no judgment anymore as a nation. We're not a nation anymore that follows facts and evidence or, you know, it's all about emotions now. Case in point, half this country, if not more, actually think that that gender is something that you just get to decide. 
you know, based upon your feelings, right? Uh, everybody's got their personal truth. It, everything's gray now. There's no, there's no facts anymore. And a young man's life hangs in the balance. And so does our nation. Because if they're able to convict him in this situation, then we, none of us are ever going to be able to defend ourselves again. This is going to be used. This is the Roe v. Wade for our de- denying us our Second Amendment rights. And the message it's sending to everybody is we now have complete. It's part of this overall movement to deny us our freedoms. Part of what was argued in the court was he had no business being there, i.e. We, we'll tell you when you're allowed to leave your home. Right. You look at what's happening with January 6th. That's about telling you you're not allowed to question the outcome of an election. You look at COVID and what's going on there. That's about controlling our lives, right? Well, you're, you're right, Andrew. I mean, you've you've read my book, It Takes a Revolution, Forget the Scandal Industry. The biggest yes. problem in the country today is our corrupt legal system. The legal profession is the most corrupt of all professions here and, frankly, overseas as well. And Jefferson said that federal judges and judges, unelected, unaccountable to the people, this judge was appointed years ago, will become despots and tyrants, causing us to shed the blood of patriots and tyrants yet again about every 20 years or so, adding what's a few thousand dead to refresh the tree of liberty. Jefferson wants anybody dead or hurt. Neither do I, neither do you. But that's where we're headed, because it's bad enough that these juries are coerced into, into going a certain route. But these judges think they're above the law. They can do what they want. They gave themselves immunity, so they can't even be sued mm-hmm. when they do something. It's going to cost somebody a lot of money, or for this, in this case, the guy's life. The poor kid's probably going to go away for life if he's convicted. So this is where we are. And when you don't have a legal system that will allow us to resolve disputes fairly, then you're in a revolutionary mode. Then you're in a very volatile, bloody potential. For revolution, well, yeah, particularly when we see the uh, the attorney general of the United States get caught in a lie where he said that there was no no uh, uh, um, effort going on within the FBI and the Department of Justice to go against parents. And finally, I have been saying for years, stop listening to Sean Hannity telling you it's just a few people in the FBI, thirty five thousand FBI agents. And finally, we got one who's a whistleblower willing to stand up for what's right, who produced documents showing that Merrick Garland had ordered via email the counterterrorism unit to be organized and implemented against parents with threat tags imposed against them. This is, if you don't understand that the full force of the U.S. government is coming after you for your politics, I don't know what to do, right? Well, it, here's it, what's happening. Here's what's happening. It's a five-part plan to destroy this country. Number one, you take total control of the American people with vaccine quarantines, and mandates, and you shove this poison down people's throats, not even knowing what the long-term, much less medium and short-term effects are. Number two, you turn the Justice into Department into a Gestapo, mm-hmm. to quell all dissent. These judges in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia, where I practiced for 45 years, are corrupt to the core, Democrat and Republican. They've all gotten together, you know, with their cauldron, the, the warlocks and the witches, and they decided that even the peaceful protesters are going to jail now for simple trespass. Mm -hmm. That was after the chief judge chided the Justice Department, if you want to call it that, for not charging these people with enough uh, crimes. She wanted felonies. That's what she wanted, Chief Judge Burl Howe, Obama appointee. But the the Trump is just as bad. Three, what you do is you flood the economy with money so people don't want to work, so you destroy capitalism. Four, you destroy Judeo-Christian values and ethics. 
I heard the other day listening to NPR because I was actually listening to Latin music and I went out of range and NPR is right next to it. If your kid comes home and wants to be a transsexual, take him to a surgeon. Obamacare will pay for it. Mm. I mean, I actually heard that, if you can believe it. Yeah. So they just they destroy the, the very fabric of society. And then last but not least, the military, okay, yes. which is and you can see we're about ready to have explosions in Ukraine and in Taiwan any day now. And they know that Biden is so so weak. If they don't do it now, they'll never get a shot again. Well, right, because they know our military's gone woke. You know, with it when you know even West Point going on at West Point, uh, it's you know it's all about teaching. You know um, that the that uh, the the right wing extremists are the greatest threat. So you know that the the uh, the purge of our military that began under the Obama administration and then the indoctrination in it was about transforming it into a, a into a force that wasn't about the bad guys around the world that want to destroy America. It's about the enemies of communism, uh, the freedom lovers. And and the America first crowd here in the States. And there was a time as Americans that we believed that we had not just our Second Amendment rights to protect us, but that we had a military that would stand in the gap if we ever had a dictator rise up and try to take us over. And slowly, um, we, we're, we're losing that faith that we have a military that will protect us from an overreaching government. So I had a caller. Well, yeah, here, Go ahead. Yeah, and here's where we're headed, uh, Andrea is that I'm not advocating it, but I think Biden is very close to a coup d'etat. I think that the rank-and-file military have had it with him. And frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if things keep going downhill like they are today, that he'll get a little visit sometime in the next several months telling him it's his time to leave. That's it. That is if the Democrats don't kill them themselves, because now he's become a huge liability for them. Well, I think these so. shot the shot mandates in the military, I think, are part of a purge. It's about getting rid of uh, the ones within the military that are independent thinkers and share the Judeo-Christian principles and values. So it may you know, I don't I don't know that I share that faith that the U.S. military will take him out. Um, I, 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 I'm not advocating. I'm oh, I know I you're not. I know you're not. I, I, I know you're not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, I, I think that I think that they fear that, and I think that's why they're pushing these ma- mandates on the military because they're trying to get rid of any of the ones that might not support him and be willing to toe his line. Um, your thoughts on uh, why CNN is going so full force against Kamala, and now we hear reports that he may want to replace her. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but what do you? think's really going on there between Biden and Kamala? Well, there, there's no honor among thieves. Okay, so CNN, the Communist News Network, MSNBC, the left, they now see that Biden and Harris are dragging their agenda down. Mm-hmm. So they got to get rid of them. That's why I say the biggest threat to Biden and Harris, not just with, in terms of physical threat, but political threat, is the left itself because they become expendable and they eat their own. I mean, look at what happened in Iran, you know, between the Mujahideen and the supreme leader or in, in Russia after the revolution, the red Russians and the white Russians, you know, taking each other out. And and that's the real danger here. In addition to the, the very fact that we've simply been subjected to a socialist, communist, atheist dictatorship is that now that these people have total control, they'll start fighting among themselves. And that's extremely dangerous as well. And that's why I've been saying with regard to our Second Amendment Regardless of what happens with Kyle uh, Rittenhouse, uh, if someone shoves a gun in your face, left, right, or center, you blow their head off. Yeah. That's just the way it is. 
Yeah, and, and 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 I will also say because the the one area I think that uh, many people think that he might get busted is Rosenbaum because Rosenbaum was the only one of three that didn't have a weapon at him. And as I said on Newsmax today, don't you dare try to tell me that I don't have the right to use my gun as a weapon against somebody who doesn't have a gun. If I'm on the ground with my weapon and somebody like Rosenbaum is reaching down to take my weapon from me, I'm pulling the trigger. Am I wrong? Well- George Zimmerman, I represented George for a while after the fact, is that, you know, they were smashing his head. Trayvon Martin was smashing his head into concrete. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, and he had to use the gun to defend himself. But I'll tell you something. Whatever happens with Kyle Rittenhouse, just like George Zimmerman, they're dead men walking. And George, after it was over and he was acquitted, can't show his face in public. He was shot at at point blank range. The guy was obviously a bad shot. He missed from a car. Uh, Rittenhouse is going to have to go to another city, you know, far away, mm-hmm. may need a new di- identity, but he won't be able to walk down the street. And we'll, neither will this judge if he actually does what his job requires him to do, which is to dismiss the indictment with prejudice. Well, now is the time for people of courage. Kyle Rittenhouse has more courage than that judge, the prosecutors or any of these uh, these disgusting vigilantes out in the street. I'll, I'll say this final thing before we wrap. And I got to get you back within a few days to actually get into. I'm out of time, unfortunately, tonight about the Third Continental Congress. Um, we got to get you back on immediately for that. Um, but, you know, the left is it, the White House is continuing to call. Kyle Rittenhouse, a vigilante. The left is their masters at being guilty of what they accuse uh, Republicans and conservatives. The vigilantes are those that were burning down the cities across this country on behalf of George Floyd and on behalf of Jacob Blake, beating up uh, cops, beating up business owners. They're on the steps right now outside of that courthouse in Kenosha attacking people like like happened today. That's who the vigilantes are. Are they not? Well, and that's why. And that's why, Andrea is that the left needs some of its own medicine, okay? So, you know, I, I send out with my press releases, you get them, the trailer from Wyatt Earp with Kevin Costner, and just quickly, he's going off to war, and his father says, you're too young to go join your brother Morgan and Virgil. Watch this trailer, it's great. And Gene Hackman, who plays the father, who was a judge, says to Wyatt, he says, Wyatt, I want you to understand something. When the time comes, I'll let you go to war, and you can go out and do your thing, but you're going to meet some vicious people. And it's not, this world is not a nice place. And he says, when you do, you strike first and you strike to kill. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I'm not advocating violence. I'm advocating doing it first, but if the left wants to start it, then we have to finish it. That's right. And that's the only way it's going to stop. That's the only way it's going to stop. So as far as I'm concerned, Kyle Rittenhouse is a hero. I'm with you. You did what he had to do. Absolutely. Larry Clayman, thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. The book is It Takes a Revolution. God bless. God bless you, too. All right. And well past the point of break, we come back. Dave Elhoff. The Andrea Kay Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Joining me now, as he does every Wednesday, is uh, the financial thought doctor, Dave Elhoff. Hello, my dear. 
Hey, Dynamite, how are you? Well, I'm good. I had to laugh this morning when I saw the headline. And, of course, I immediately sent you the article that I saw that Joe Biden, he's going to get to the bottom of it, Elhoff. He wants to find out what is going on out there. Must be some, must be some kind of conspiracy. Must be gas stations getting together and just hiking the prices at the pump. What is behind these prices that, that you know, it, it, that $5 a gallon? Because it can't be anything Biden's doing, right? Well, of course not. It's not his fault, the poor baby. <laughs> I tell you, Andrea, all you have to do is shut down the pipelines. All you have to do is shut down drilling anywhere. Last year, under Trump, we were energy free from mm-hmm. other countries. Yep. Period. So now what's going on, Joe? Oh, my gosh. It, it, what did you do? Yeah, yeah. And this is this is how the Democrats always if they can't blame Trump, then it's got to be, gee, we got to We got to scratch our heads here. We got to We got to go do some investigation, which usually means, you know, some kind of how can we use the intelligence community and get Hillary Clinton to go, you know, uh, use her law firm to go and get some kind of smear file against somebody. Right. I hey, mean, don't worry. Schumer wants to tap the Federal Reserve. We're fine. Well, you know, well, we could tap the Federal Reserve. That's happened many times before, but we shouldn't have to do that. That's there, the was, point. there was no reason to do that. We had they, they I don't know how many drills permits they've stopped on on federal land uh, of course the first thing that he did when he took office was shut down the keystone pipeline they've been threatening to shut down another pipeline they've denied that when asked about it uh, it's it's uh, the uh grand home was asked in in an interview she's i guess our their energy secretary former governor i think it was the state of michigan by the way uh she was asked are you going to do anything you know to, to help produce more you know gas and more oil here uh uh-huh. If only I could. What do you mean? If I, she literally blamed OPEC and tried to lie to the American people, Elhoff, as though we had no means of of oil generation in the United States of America. And the problem is, is we can laugh, but we got Americans that probably actually believe that, Elhoff. Well, there probably are people out there because we were energy yes. independent. Do yes. you know what that means, people? Energy independent. That means we weren't relying upon OPEC or any other country. We were, underline were, energy independent. And now, because of this president and what he's done, we are no longer energy independent. He's trying to shift everything over to green. Mm -hmm. And green, as we found out in Texas during the winter, it may or may not work. And the numbers that I see doing solar, doing wind power, they still are not as efficient as oil and coal, and they're definitely not as efficient as nuclear. And we don't have any new nuclear plants coming under. France figured it out. Mm -hmm. They've got nuclear energy going on over there, and they will probably be energy independent because of that. 
Well, yeah, and if and and if he does want to look though and see if that there if there's something else at play, um, because we had gas prices going up here in California under the Trump administration, but at that point it had nothing to do with Trump. It had to do with the state constantly hitting us with with taxes on our gas at the pump. I think yeah. of of the five dollars a gallon we're spending now. I, I, it's well, well over a dollar fifty that we pay just to the state of California for taxes, totally. and and it's supposedly to go to highway and bridges, which is why it's also insane for why it, it, 13 Republicans joined on to this social spending bill for infrastructure that, that only 3% actually has anything to do with infrastructure. And it's all about green energy, like you talked about. Jen Psaki just said in the White House last week, the great thing about these high gas prices is that now we get to invest in green energy. Obama said himself, he said himself, gas prices will have to necessarily go high in order for people to understand why we need to shift to green energy. I got a shift, though, because um, we've got Thanksgiving coming up. And the cost of first of all, we've got I, I went to the grocery store last night and was shocked at how empty the shelves were. And I was also shocked by the high prices of I mean, they're, they're skyrocketing. Every time I go to the grocery store, the prices are even higher. Yeah. How are how are we supposed to make was there something you want to say, Skins? I was going to ask, uh, based on your question, also ask Dave if he sees an end in sight to this. Well, I tell you what, the Fed is doing exactly the opposite of what they should be doing. You know, I, I've sent you, uh, uh, a.k.a. the uh, Brian Westbury report, and his Monday morning outlook talked about what the Fed is doing, and the Fed is making the same mistake as it did last year at the end of the year, the Fed projected that it, its favorite measure of prices would be up 1.8% for 2021, which that's not even close. It's no. over 6%. So they're doing exactly the opposite of what they should be doing. It's going back to the 1970s. Mm-hmm. You're, you probably don't remember that. You weren't even born, A.K. Well, I don't remember it. I was born in the seventies, but um, I yeah, but no, I don't remember. I I hear, you know, Do- Deutsche Bank basically just recently said um, uh, that you know if the United States continues spending, actually they said it over the summer, we were going to look at seventy star recession. Oh gosh, it could be huge. It's going to be worse. I mean, you know, um, I don't really know where we're at in terms of growth right now in the GDP. Um, but it's hard to have growth when you got people that don't want to work. It's hard to have growth when when you're saddling businesses with uh, OSHA has backed off the shot mandate on businesses, but just temporarily. Um, we we know that um, the businesses uh, are, are going to have to pay as well as the average American. Uh, there's going to be tax increases all over the place. Um, you know, the, the conditions are not there for growth. The conditions are there for a major recession. All right. I got something that, folks, you need to Google out there, and that's the Buffett indicator. Okay? The Buffett indicator takes the value of the stock market and compares it to the GDP. And he hasn't been wrong yet. When it gets to a certain extent we're going to have a crash eventually. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's overvalued. That stock market's overvalued over 200% mm-hmm. compared to GDP. So 
the GDP can't support a 200% valuation on the stock market. So I encourage you folks out there to really take a look at it and Google the Buffett. What did I just say? <laughs> the Buffett uh, calculation for growth and CDP. Okay. And you'll find that we're in dangerous territory right now. All right. So, so what do you mean? I tell you what, again, Andrea, I want people to contact me and ask me to send them a free copy of the movie Baby Boomer Dilemma. Okay. This is people, PhDs, Nobel Peace Prize winning PhDs, and what they did to solve their problem with retirement. Because you need to have, it isn't about accumulating assets because they can dissolve in a hurry. It's about income. You need income that you cannot outlive. Okay. So um, how can they contact you to, to to be able to see the baby boomer dilemma? Okay. I had a couple people contact me and they just sent me their phone number. And what I really need is a email or an address that I can send them the information and I'll send them a free copy of the baby boomer dilemma and you'll be able to look at you own it now. Okay. You own it. You can watch it as many times as possible and share it with your friends. So 619-548-0965, but send me your email and your address and I'll send you a free pass for this movie. Normally it's twenty nine ninety five, but if you get it through me, it's free. Well, thank you for that. So everybody, text uh, Elhoff with your email address so that he can send you the link to give you access to see this movie. And you absolutely, this is this is my news you can use segment. This is me. Y'all hear enough of my opinions. This is me giving you guys something that you can use. And, and well, Elhoff giving you something that you can actually use. Important, critical information. Elhoff, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Take Have, a good, have a good one. Thanks, honey. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Breaking news out of Pennsylvania. Got another whistleblower. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm going to save this Pennsylvania whistleblower story for tomorrow because I've only got a few minutes left on the show and I feel like it deserves greater attention. I want you guys to really get it because it has to do with elections. So we want to get into that. Um, so let me tell you another legal story today. Another lawsuit has been filed against Alec Baldwin for uh, his uh, reckless uh, um, endangerment, if not uh, manslaughter, um and into uh, you know um what's the uh, other negligent homicide is really what he should be charged with it's it's astounding uh, but not uh, but uh not shocking that the DA has not filed charges so um the script supervisor her last name is Mitchell uh, had retained Gloria Aldred she has filed a lawsuit claiming assault intentional infliction of emotional distress and deliberate infliction of harm in the lawsuit that names um 
not just Alec Baldwin, but armor Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, prop master Sarah Zachary, and assistant producer uh, Dave Halls. Uh, the lawsuit claims that Baldwin intentionally, without just cause or excuse, cocked and fired a loaded gun, even though the upcoming scene did not call for the cocking and firing of a firearm. It also claimed that Baldwin pointed and fired the gun at Hutchins, Souza, and Mitchell, even though that was against protocol. And she went on to cite warning signs beforehand. Baldwin is going down civilly, if not criminally. And that's what we need in this country. We need real criminals to be held accountable. Hey, we'll see you all tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Thanks to Elhoff and Larry Clayman. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.